Welcome to the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast powered by CBMC, the show for young Christian business guys about young Christian business guys. We talk sports, we talk business, most importantly, we talk about Jesus. Today is June 30th, 2020. I am John Harrison, your host. As a community, we are unapologetically Christian, unapologetically business guys, and unapologetically open and vulnerable about our lives, the challenges we face, and the faith and the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. We believe in spiritual mentorship, a.k.a. discipleship, learning what it means to follow Jesus and what it looks like to follow Jesus from another man. And we believe in the power of peer groups, surrounding yourself with others who are growing in their faith and will help you grow into the man that God designed you to be. So today, June 30th, this is actually our 24th episode of the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast. So the Lord laid something on my heart this week. So my episode today and my episode on Thursday is going to be, let's take a minute, let's pause, let's reflect on all of the unbelievable guests, the men of God who have come on, have shared their stories, have shared some of the good times, some of the bad times, and left us, left us with some really great bits of truth and truth nuggets. So I have assembled 10 takeaways, 10 different takeaways from the first 23 episodes of the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast. So today I'm going to share five. I'm going to reference those five, and then I'm going to share a Bible verse. And then on Thursday, I'm going to share five as well. And so always taking time to reflect back, in my opinion, is extremely important. So I had a guy tell me one time, he said, you know, you don't learn from experience. You learn from evaluated experience. And so let's take a, a, just a minute here. I want you to pause and just start to reflect. I think it's important that we do recaps, uh, doing a weekly recap, taking a look at your week. What, what did you do well? What did you not do so well? What did you learn? What did you not learn? What do you need to do differently next week? And so as we go through these five, by the way, this is not a top 10 in order of importance. This was just 10 takeaways. And so we're going to study five today. I want you to think about these five, how you can maybe apply them in your life and how they can help you continue to grow into the man that God designed you to be personally, professionally, spiritually, emotionally, relationally, financially, etc. So if you're a note taker, get your notes out, get your iPhone app out, get your journal out and think about, meditate on, and reflect on these five things. <clears throat> the first came to us from Kendall Cohen's. If you remember Kendall's episode, if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, Kendall Cohen's, he's out of Rochester, Minnesota, cancer survivor, financial planner, shared some unbelievable things with us. But one thing in particular that I want to focus on. So number one, number one, don't make comfort an idol. Don't make comfort an idol. Think about that for a minute. Don't make comfort an idol. How programmed are we as humans to make comfort an idol. Take care of yourself. Provide for your own needs. Make sure you're taken care of first. Well, sometimes I feel as if we really get too comfortable. We get too comfortable. You cannot make comfort an idol. In fact, be comfortable being uncomfortable. How are you putting yourself in uncomfortable situations? God calls us to take steps of faith. When you have unknowns in your life, you have to move towards the next step. When you find yourself getting comfortable, 
in a relationship, comfortable in a position, comfortable in your faith, in your spiritual life. It can be, it can, it can lead to apathy. Okay. So number one takeaway, not in order of importance, just one of our five today. Don't make comfort an idol. Number two came to us from James Leckler. The episode, if you remember James Leckler, uh, you can take a listen to his episode. But this idea, so the second takeaway is exhale worry and inhale truth. So right now, I want you to do an exercise. I want you to right now inhale as deep as you possibly can. Okay, I could inhale about seven seconds, five seconds if I instantly tried to do it. Now what I want you to do is I want you to exhale as big as you can and then inhale as long as you can. So wow. So for me, I was able to inhale so much deeper when I exhaled first. I was able to inhale so much deeper when I exhaled first. And so with that, I want you to think about that. We need to be exhaling our worry, exhaling our fears, exhaling our anxieties, exhaling the situations we're trying to control. We need to be breathing those out at the altar of the Lord. We need to be releasing those things. And then that once we've released those through exhaling them, laying them at the altar, we will be able to breathe in the truth inhale the truth of God's word, inhale the truth that God is in control, inhale all of God's promises, and you'll be able to inhale them so much deeper. They'll be able to reach such a deeper part in your soul when you've exhaled those things first. So the second takeaway, exhale, worry, exhale first, exhale, worry, inhale truth. Third takeaway is from Jeremy Vanderloop. If you remember Jeremy out of Tampa, Florida, uh, he is a former recording artist, was a, a worship leader, and is now building tents, I'll say, making tents in the real estate world, doing unbelievable things from a real estate perspective. And so <clears throat> he talked about this concept, co-vocational. Are you living a co-vocational life? Are you living a co-vocational life? Do you see yourself as a full-time minister of the gospel, regardless of what you're doing for money? Faith first in all aspects of our life. We are full-time ministers of the gospel, regardless of what we do for money. Number three, co-vocational, living a co-vocational life. Number four came to me, uh, excuse me, came to us from Mick Pickett. If you remember Mickey Pickett, real estate agent, just had twins recently. God was doing an amazing thing in his heart, a former professional poker player. And <clears throat> this is a two-part takeaway here. Disciplines become a desire. Disciplines become a desire. They're called spiritual disciplines for a reason. They're tough. They're challenging. But... When they become regular and intentional in your life, they become a desire. You desire. For me personally, I desire to be in the word. I desire to worship. I desire to be at the feet of Jesus. Not all the time. There's, of course, times when I'm spiritually dry, but, but a discipline in my life becomes a desire. I'll tell you what, I've been doing kickboxing for about a week and a half now, and it has become a desire 
And now if I continue to make that a, a, a consistent discipline in my life, it will continue to remain a desire. So a discipline becomes a desire. On top of that, he said, will you take meetings that don't make sense? Will you take meetings that don't make sense? As business guys, we think we have to be so in control and we think we have to have a, an outcome for every meeting and we have to be so strategic and we think we have all these things planned out and is there going to be revenue generating activities and are we going to meet guys and there's going to be a prospect? Is it going to be someone I'm going to close with? Is it going to be a future relationship? Blah, 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 blah. Pause for a second. Yes, you have to be intentional with your time. Yes, you have to be intentional with the meetings. But are you leaving space for God to work in professional relationships? Would you take a meeting that does not make sense if the Holy Spirit was calling you to be obedient in that? And I think Mick has instituted this as a discipline that has become a desire. He took 85 to 100 meetings last year that didn't make sense. His business tripled. I'm not preaching obedience into blessings. I'm not preaching prosperity gospel, but let's pause there. Are you allowing room in your life to take meetings that don't make sense from an obedient heart posture? Because if you are, that discipline will become a desire. So number four, discipline became a desire. Number five was brought to us by Ken Wirtz. Ken was out of York, Pennsylvania. Uh, take a listen to Ken's episode. And this is a huge one. It's a simple one. The power of encouragement. The power of encouragement. Who's encouraged you recently? Who brought you a word of encouragement? Who encouraged you in a tough situation? How did that make you feel? How did you leave that conversation, that interaction? How did you carry that forward into the rest of your day? Are you being intentional about encouraging those in your sphere of influence? We are called to be light and be salt and be love. And that is the power of encouragement. Five takeaways from the first 23 episodes of Young Christian Business Guy. Number one, don't make comfort an idol. Number two, exhale worry, inhale truth. Number three, be co-vocational. Number four, a discipline becomes a desire. And number five, the power of encouragement. But wait, there's more. A bonus. I had to throw this one in there from Shay Hurley. Take a listen to Shay's. It was unbelievable, the spiritual truth he shared. But he referenced that spiritual warfare is a truth battle. Spiritual warfare is a truth battle. So there's your bonus takeaway. Spiritual warfare equals a truth battle. Understanding that the, that the truth that you can rely on to counteract that spiritual warfare in your life. So thanks for tuning in to the Young Christian Business Guy. Again, my next episode on Thursday, I'm going to do five more from the other uh, 12 or 13 episodes or so. But those are five takeaways. I think this is an important discipline to reflect on what we've learned. Um, again, I'm going to close this show as I always do. If you need a mentor in your life, a spiritual guide, if you need a peer group, if you need a group of guys to run with, if you want to join our weekly call for Young Christian Business Guys, or if you want to process more about what it means to be a Christian, 
we can help in all areas. We have a, a presence, physical presence in over 340 cities. We have amazing virtual things going on. We are here to equip you as a marketplace ambassador for Christ, or if you're wanting to learn more about what it means to be a follower of Christ, go to ycbguy.com. Y is in young, C is in Christian, B is in business guy, G-U-Y.com. This is my last ask is we are reflecting on our first 23 episodes. We're making some plans for the future. If you'd be willing to give us some feedback, if you'd be willing to send in some feedback to jharrison at cbmc.com, the letter J, Harrison, H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N, at cbmc.com. If you have any affirmations or encouragements or suggestions about ways to improve the show, I'm going to be sharing some of these with our executive team, our leadership team that's crafting the direction of where this podcast is going to go. We are trying to add value to business guys like you in any way that we can continue to add value. If you have some feedback about things that we're doing well, things that we could do better, other topics you'd like on the show, questions you'd like covered. If you could take two to three minutes, just shoot those over to jharrison at cbmc.com. Just put in the subject line, YCB guy, and I'll take that feedback and we'll be able to continue to try to add more value. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to our next show where I'll be sharing five more takeaways from the first 23 episodes of the Young Christian Business Guy video podcast powered by CBMC. I'm John Harrison. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, stay on purpose and we'll see you next time. We'll be right